Welcome and happy holiday season to all my well-being warriors out there in podcast land, and thank you for tuning in once again. This is Wellbeing in Your Wallet, the solution to all of your holiday impulse buying with hopefully not too much damage done over Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I'm your host, Grant Gallagher, and with me once again is my co-host and well-being buddy, Sean. Sean, say hi to the folks. Hello, Grant. Hello, everybody. So anybody that's just tuning in for the first time, my name is Sean Lubitz. I'm the Vice President of Retail and Digital Branching here at Affinity Federal Credit Union. Thank you, Sean. And I am Grant Gallagher, the Head of Wellbeing here at Affinity. So, uh, Sean, just to kick things off, what's your favorite holiday tradition? So there's so many of them. Um, I will say this. When I was younger, there was always matching pajamas in the family, right? And I will not either confirm or deny if I still do that around the holidays right now, but my three girls do. So it's awesome to kind of give them the matching pajamas, you know, Christmas Eve, have them wake up all in the same yeah. outfit, open some presents. So that's, uh, that's always fun for me. But again, not confirming or denying if I, if I still do that to this point. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Uh, my, mine's actually kind of in a similar vein. And we, we inherited this from my wife's family where it's a Christmas Eve bag where in that is the pajamas, a board game, a movie, you know, and that's kind of what you're, what cool. you're doing on, on Christmas Eve, making yep. some popcorn. And then in the morning, we usually have cinnamon cinnamon buns for breakfast. Okay, I like and, that. And you know, you you eat as many as you possibly can until you've just uh, the sugar just hits your your bloodstream and you're ready to go take a nap. But <laughs> those those are are my favorite as well. So if you haven't picked it up by the episode name or what we're talking about here, uh, you know, we're talking about your holiday shopping, minding your spending. Uh, and you know how you can maintain your financial well-being during the holiday season. Uh, so today, you know, we're going to talk talk a little bit about holiday season expenditures. You know, managing managing your budget for gifts, travel, food, entertainment, uh, and then even a little bit about common holiday scams and and how to avoid them. Uh, but jumping right into our main discussion today, uh, you know, Sean, when you're setting your holiday budgets, how can people effectively set them and stick to them? You know especially when there's so many sales and promotions and things out there that are, that are tempting people to, to deviate. Sure. Sure. I think um, again, we've touched on it in, in the past, um, but really it's trying to plan prior to the holiday season is huge, right? If, if you find yourself, you know, mid November looking to budget, it's not the end of the world, right? You can create that budget, but it's so much easier and less stressful. If you, if you start to think about that much earlier in the year, knowing you're going to have to buy gifts for, Potentially your your children, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, um, family members, whoever it might be, um, trying to prep and get an understanding of what you're looking to spend for each person, um, and then even potentially getting some of those items throughout the year. It just doesn't feel as yeah. as heavy of a burden to go out over you know the course of a week and spend that much money. Yeah, I'm I'm in the camp of I'm basically holiday shopping all year round. Mm-hmm. Just- get it, hide it. Hope I don't forget where I hit it by the time the <laughs> holidays come around. You know, I, th- I think, I think I'm already done with the holiday shopping for my kids. And I think I started about three months ago. So you know, I'm, I'm in a good well place. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, I mean, that's the trick is, is you have to make that budget. You have to make that list and, and you have to stick to it. Um, you know, and, and I've heard people give me the feedback in the past when, when I say that, it's like, oh, well, how can you, how can you assign a, a dollar value to the ones that you love? And be like, well, you have to. I, I mean, it's it might not be an easy thing to do, 
But if you don't set a budget for yourself, you're just going to spend and spend and spend, and then you're going to feel it when it comes time for the new year. You know, yeah. you're you're, you're going to have that post holiday hangover. Yeah, and I think um, even just uh, again have an open dialogue with people, right? So there, there's certain people that maybe every year I, I came in, I got Grant something for the holidays, um, and Grant's gotten me something, and maybe both of us are like, ah, you know. Love you, Grant, but I don't know that I need to spend some money on you this year. So just saying, hey, Grant, you know, we've gotten things in the past. You know, were you thinking we still want to exchange gifts this year? You can have that conversation and get to a point of where you're, you're both completely fine not spending money um, and it more just being get together, right? Sometimes that's, Sean, that's is, the best gift. Is is this your way of telling me that you're breaking getting, up with me I'm for not the getting holidays? you a gift this year, Grant. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'm going to have to return yours because I already bought yours. See, miscommunication on our part. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey communication is important. It's like we always say. It's, it's setting those expectations. Um, of course, I, I have a statistic for, for you on, on the Appreciate topic. Appreciate it as always. No surprise. Yep. So you need a budget. Uh, their app, they did a survey and found that 68% of Americans say they are more tempted to spend impulsively during the holiday season than any other. So, you, you know, you need to get ahead of it. You need to recognize that you're tempted by impulse shopping. You need to come up with that plan, come up with that budget, because uh, that's, that's the way you, you, you beat impulse shopping, is be aware of it and, and plan to avoid it. Um, you know, the, the other thing that, that I think people need to think about is, and, and you touched on this a little bit, if they're not a close friend or a family member, you know, what's, what's the right, right thing to do? Is it, is it still give them a gift? Maybe. If you're struggling budgeting for them or, or figuring out a gift idea, a gift card is a great idea to stay on budget. And then, you know, you're not tempted by other items that may pop up. But I would probably also recommend that if somebody isn't a close friend or family that, you know, you're willing to give them a gift card, is it, do you need to be gifting them at all? I, I mean, it's, it's not, I don't think anybody is going to be offended if you're not close to them and, and they don't get a gift from you. Absolutely. And and again, speaking the, from the perspective of having three children, every year is a little different, right? Some years there's good years. Some years, hey, you know, we yeah. didn't replace the hot water heater this year. We didn't have to redo the driveway, right? We, we, we have a little bit more wiggle room. So maybe there will be a little bit more to, to set aside for gift giving. Um, other years when those unexpected items come up and you know, you don't have as much of the funds to put towards gifts. That's okay. Don't overextend yourself thinking you have to keep up with what you did last year. Um, Every year is different and it's important to remember that. Yeah. What's important is, is your family. It's being there together. It's enjoying the holidays together. It's, it's making those memories. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody's going to be, remembering years from now that they got one less gift than, than you were originally planning to just because it was a, a little bit of a, a tougher year. So yep. yeah, it's just be, be open and, and honest and, and have those conversations. Um, you know, especially when the next thing we're going to talk about is if you need to travel during the holidays, that can be so expensive. That can be a significant cost to your holiday budget. I mean, you know, probably even more so than gifts, um, so Sean, do you, do you have any tips on what our listeners can do to save on some travel expenses, you know, and still travel and, and have an experience for the holidays? Sure. Yeah. I think again, planning ahead is always key, right? It's usually you can get a pretty good deal if, if you're planning, um, well in advance, 
knowing that you have yeah. plans versus last minute scrambling. Um, the the airline companies, you know, different organizations. If you're renting a car, they know that it's something that you're going to need and you're going to pay for, right? So yeah. regardless of the deal that they give you, it's it's a necessity at that point if you've already committed to traveling. Um, so really, just planning ahead of time is key. Um, shop around, look for good deals, right? Use different websites, compare prices. It's always nice. Um, and again, think back to, you know, I don't even want to say, you know, COVID anymore at this point, I think everybody's so sick and tired of, of kind of talking about for so long, but there was a lot of years there where people really didn't travel. So yeah, it's, it's not always required to have to go out and spend this, you know, absorbent amount of money to see multiple relatives across the country, across the state, whatever it might be. So again, yeah. I think planning and just really prioritizing who you want to see um, and what you can afford is, is key. And, and I think you, you brought out a good point there is, you know, we've, we've had some years where we didn't see everybody every year. And, you know, if, if there is an expensive travel involved with, with seeing some family, maybe you make it an every other year thing, you know, it doesn't have to be every year. Um, the other thing I, I would recommend is, you know, be flexible with your flights, be flexible with when you're willing to travel. You know, the busiest time of year for travel is usually the week of Christmas and, and New Year's. Um, but do you have to, do you have to necessarily see your family on those days? Maybe you can see them early in December. Maybe you can see them, you know, early in January. If you, if you're willing to move your celebration around a little bit, or even potentially travel on the holiday itself, because most people don't want to travel on the holiday, uh, it can be significantly cheaper. You can, you can make it affordable. And the reality is, is if it's the difference between a holiday celebration with family on that day or staying home because it's, it's unaffordable to travel, the data on the calendar just doesn't really seem to matter quite so much. You know, you just got to be flexible. Absolutely. Totally agree. Uh, two, two other quick little tips I, I have for you is cash in those miles or points. You know, I, I know I'm a, a faithful rewards card user. Um, and especially if you have some sort of travel card, those are usually great for, for that time of year. You might face some blackout dates, so, so watch out for that. Um, but again, if you're booking travel, if you're booking these, these big expenses, make sure you're using your card on those. So you're then getting additional cash back when you're, when you're paying for these things. Um, and then just remember all the little tiny costs that, that pop up with traveling. You know, it seems like uh, baggage fees are becoming more and more. So if you can save on those baggage fees by only having a carry-on, you know, that's a good recommendation. Um, but I, I don't know if you've seen this, Sean, but I've seen some airlines that actually have eliminated the free carry-on and, and oh, really? not charge you for it. Yeah. Okay. I've, yeah. And it's, it's by certain ticket classes. So it's like you, if you have like the super economy, see some of them, it's, it's not included anymore. So you just got to look out for that. Um, but the other thing too, is if you do have a rewards credit card that is airline or travel based, sometimes they do include a free check bag. Sometimes it does include free travel insurance, um, or perks like that. So, you know, check out what you already have. You might, you might already qualify for something that's, you're going to have to pay for otherwise. Um, and the other thing I would mention too is, you know, the, the holidays are a hectic, stressful time of year. Um, even if it's not free, travel insurance could be a good way to reduce the stress around, you know, if flight's going to get delayed, if somebody's going to get sick, what's going to happen, um, can, can relieve some of that, that peace of mind. So 
nice little support tip for your financial well-being, even if it is uh, spending money instead of saving it. So, Sean, let's talk a little bit about hosting gatherings. Um, you know, I, I don't know what your tradition is, you know, mine's actually changed from year to year where family has moved into the area, moved out of the area, you know, we're still kind of figuring out what all that looks like for this year at at my family. Um, but how about yours? How, how have you managed that and and managed the costs associated with it? Sure, sure. So we, we really don't do any major traveling. We're, we're pretty fortunate that my immediate family lives pretty local, right? So my parents are about 40 minutes away from us. Um, same with my brother and his family are about 30, 40 minutes in the other direction. So we all locally meet at my parents' house. We celebrate there. Um, we're pretty fortunate in that way. But again, it's um, it's people on the road, right? You're, you're trying to travel. When you say it's a stressful time, it is. You're trying to pack up all the things. You're trying to not forget everything. Um, it is it is definitely a stressful time of the year. And then if you you know factor in finances on top of that, it can only continue to kind of add and pile onto those stresses as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, we've, we've been thinking about hosting at our house this year. Um, and one of the things that we've been talking about is everybody's relatively local, you know, nobody's traveling too far. Most everybody's within state or, or within two hours away. Um, but we're asking everybody to, to bring a dish, you know, bring, bring something to contribute towards the meal since, you know, the cost of food has gone up. Um, yeah. and, and to that fact, if it's not reasonable to ask people to bring a dish, maybe open up the conversation about what those costs of hosting are and ask if it's reasonable to split it, you know, or, or split it multiple ways, share, share it in general. Um, yeah. maybe, or if that's, you know, not necessarily on the table, maybe even the conversation pivots to this is the gift, you know, the mm-hmm. gift is hosting us all getting together. This is our celebration. We don't need to extend beyond into physical gifts or or stuff. I mean, you know, I I know, I know with my family, a lot of us as the adults are kind of like, well, we're kind of have most of the stuff that we want. Let's focus on the kids. You know, let's, let's make sure that they have what they want, have what they need, give them a memorable Christmas. And, you know, it's nice to just see family and, and, and catch up. Yeah, absolutely. We do a, we do a, um, kind of a friends get together right around the holidays. Yeah. And we've done it for a few years now. And I will say this in the beginning, it was more expensive, right? So you, yeah. you have the first party, you're like, I want this to be perfect. I want to do this and this, and you know, all the bells and whistles. Um, as we've done it more and we actually are inviting more people, it seems like every year, but at the same point, it's not costing us more. Right. Yeah. So we do exactly what you said. Everybody bring a dish, right? We'll pr- provide certain types of drinks. If you want something else, you know, feel free to bring it. Yeah. Um, but no one ever is upset about having to come with a dish or, or bring a drink that they're, that they choose to have. It really is more, they're just excited to see people, right? Some yeah. of these people you don't see maybe once a year, and this is the time of year you see them. So it's really just more about the experience of getting together with everybody than, you know, who brought what or what was provided right. at the, at the get together. Um, so yeah, we've been able to manage that way as well. Another interesting thing that I've heard is, you know, to, to manage the cost of the meal and feeding everybody is, you know, pick two or three of the really iconic meal dishes that you want to, that, that are absolutely must haves to serve. And then the rest is the couple of weeks leading up 
you go through the supermarket circular, you see what's on sale, you see what's more affordable and kind of build your menu from that. Um, and you never know, you might find your new favorite dish. That's your new favorite tradition. And it could be significantly cheaper because it's not your usual meal that, you yep. know, that, that people celebrate on the holidays. Um, you know, another thing that, that I do want to mention too, cause we, we've talked a little bit about travel and, and traditions. Um, you know, if there is some sort of entertainment that you traditionally do, um, you know, and it does require travel, think about if you can accomplish most of the same locally. Uh, I know, you know, Sean, you and I, we're not too far from, from New York city. So a lot of people like to go into Rockefeller center, see the lighting of the tree, you know, go see what the, the display windows look like for, for that iconic kind of holiday look. But I don't know about you, but even just getting into the city with a, with a train ticket, parking, things like that, that's easily over a hundred bucks, you know, maybe, maybe with a, a lunch included in there, you know, it's, it's so expensive, but on the flip side, you know, my, my local recreation department has a park that they do a light show and there's a Santa setup where people can go and take pictures. And, you know, it's very much, I mean, at least for my kids, probably a better experience than the traditional going into New York city kind of thing. That's very common in this area. Um, so that's, that's, and I mean, listen, I've probably said this on every podcast, look locally, you know, and, yep. and yep. this is no different. Yep. Agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's, it's understanding. We went to um, Disney on ice recently, right? The tickets are not overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly expensive, but when you get yep. in there, they know how to pull on the heartstrings and they know what kids want and they know how yep. to price them. Right. Yep. So again, kind of just understanding that and setting that budget before you go to those events and setting expectations is key because it can get very expensive very quickly at different events like that. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we're going to pivot over to talking a little bit about gifts um, and, and a little bit what we can do to, to say from that perspective. So Sean, I don't know about you. You know, I've been out there doing some, some of my shopping, you know, have you noticed any major price changes and major categories over the last year? Um, you know, what would you recommend people do to, to just be informed shoppers and avoid spending through the teeth for, for any specific gift? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, it's, it's always funny to me every year, there's always those few items, right. That are way more expensive than I, than I personally feel like they're, they're really should be valued at. But again, these, the companies know, they know it's supply and demand, right? So they know where to price these items and they know that they're going to sell. Um, it's again, really important just to shop around and then also understand too, that, you know, is it the, is it worth the name brand? Or are there yeah. other alternatives out there that you could go and, and buy and again, have that same experience, whether it be, you know, a material item or to your point, if it's something just local and it's just being outside and going to an event, um, just continue to shop around and again, prioritize. If, if there's one item on a list that is more expensive and, you know, that name brand item is important, okay, maybe that's the one. And then there's some other items on the list that again, um, you know, I think everybody's in the same boat. It's you, you can forget what you receive some years as gifts. Yeah. Right. So, and that's, it's terrible to say, but if you're someone who, you know, you're buying something for your children this year, is it really something that they're going to have for a long time? Is it something they're going to remember? Or was it that item on the list that you're, you know, you're getting to kind of continue the excitement during the day? 
Um, but again, I think some of the items on these lists, you can look at some other alternatives versus that that name brand or that that toy that is, you know, overwhelmingly expensive. Yeah. And I think you usually know pretty early what somebody's looking for when it comes to those sorts of overly expensive items. Um, so when I know that those are on my list, I'm, I'm usually going in to deal sites, setting up alerts. Um, even a lot of stores now let you set like price alerts through their yeah. apps and things like that. Um, and that's, that's my other recommendation too, is, you know, look, look to what apps are out there for your favorite stores. Cause a lot of the times they'll have additional coupons, bonuses, discounts that's only available in app. Um, and yep. while, you know, the safety and, you know, how much information you're sharing through those is a whole nother conversation. But if you want to get those best deals, a lot of the time you do have to go through that app and to, to get that discount. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, for the longest time, I thought, obviously, right, in-store versus online. But to your point, a lot of the the big retailers now are saying this is only through the app. So even yep. going to the website is not going to give you that deal. You have to download their app yep. and use that as the channel to make the purchase to, to receive the best price. So again, even, to your point, something to look out for. Yeah. And even if you can then go pick it up in store, you can't <laughs> get that price in the store. You have to do it through the app. Yeah. But you have the app on your phone. That's what they yep. want, right? Yep. All right. Um, so real quick, but you know, before we jump over to our member mailbag, I did want to recognize, you know, there's obviously always a, a creep in financial scams, um, during the holidays, it, it happens both online and off. Um, you know, and one of the things I did want to recognize is, you know, it's going on out there and, and it, it picks up during the holidays, unfortunately. But one of the things I did want to flag, you know, before just mentioning some, some of the ones to be on the lookout for is, it's actually not too different than what we see the rest of the year. It's just more of the same, you know, it picks up in volume. So that's the good news there. Um, the bad news is, is obviously it's a scam, it's fraud. We want to avoid it, but you know, it's uh, knowledge. Knowledge is how you prevent it, right? You got to just be aware of it. Yeah. And a lot of the scams too, to your point, it's, it's not necessarily something new that happens during the holidays versus what's happened three months prior. Um, what they're trying to do is just take advantage of your stress and your emotions, yeah. right? So they know that the holidays are a stressful time for people, whether it be travel, whether it be finances, um, and they try to prey on that and they try to prey on the emotions. So again, one thing we've, you know, unfortunately seen a lot of is, and a lot of people don't think, uh, I don't think they think of this, but fake jobs, right? Yeah. So everybody around the holidays is looking for some extra money. Right, a little extra income to get you through the holidays for gift giving, travel, whatever it might be. Um, and we have people that will come into our our branches with a check and let us know that it was a, a job they just picked up, but the the employer sent them too much money. Mm. Um, the employer yep. was generous enough to let them keep some of the extra money, but want them to send some of it back to them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. It's it's just not realistic. Um, so again, I, I always try to let people know if it seems too good to be true, or even sometimes if, if it seems like, uh, a person or an organization is being overly generous, I would be very cautious in those situations. Yeah. Um, nothing is that easy. Um, and again, just make sure that you, you know, who you're dealing with and who you're working yeah. with. Do, do your homework. And I mean, that's, that's kind of the key way to avoid two of the top scams that we do see over the holidays, which is, uh, social media, 
scams where where people are putting up advertisement sales things, you know, and it's it, they're just going to take your money and run. There's never actually going to be any item that they were selling. Um, so do your research to make sure you're buying it from a legitimate company. Um, and then gift card scams. You know, a lot of the times it's either a stolen gift card that's going to be redeemed the second that you buy it, but they're selling it at a incredibly low, low price, you know, and it's like you said, too, too good to be true. Um, but the other one too is, you know, if you are giving or, or if you receive a gift card, sometimes they do have scams where they're capturing that information. So redeem it as soon as possible, you know, don't sit on those because that information can, can get, uh, stolen, unfortunately. Yeah. And, um, and again, if you're, if you're dealing with someone who's telling you or kind of coaching you on how to lie to your financial yeah. institution, right. Or what information to give or hold back from your financial institution, huge red flag there. Right. Um, I will speak for obviously affinity, but I, you know, all financial institutions that when they're asking you questions about what this is for, or where'd you receive this from? It's not, it's not in any way trying to put you in a bad situation. We're, we're trying to help, right? We yeah. want to make sure that you're not being scammed because there are certain situations where if you're scammed, there's no, there's no insurance for it. There's no liability yep. to the financial institution. We want to make sure you don't put yourself in a situation where, you know, you're going to be impacted negatively from a financial standpoint. Yeah. If, if anybody's trying to coach you through what to say to your financial institution or asks you to stay on the phone while you go do it, huge red flag. You yep. know, you, you, you definitely need to get a second opinion on what's going on there. Cause it is fishy, uh, to say the least. Yes. All right. Uh, time for our member mailbag segment and a reminder, if you have a question or comment for a future member mailbag segment, please send it to affinity FCU on Facebook or Twitter slash X with the hashtag member mailbag. All right. So today's member mailbag is every holiday season, I find myself getting stressed out, not just about money, but also about making sure everyone is happy buying the right gifts and meeting all of the holiday expectations. It sometimes feels overwhelming and takes away from the joy of the season. How can I manage this financial and emotional stress better and actually enjoy the holidays without feeling like I'm constantly on the edge? And Sean, I think you already answered this earlier in the episode, so I'll let you take a swing at it. Sounds good. I um, Anybody that, that's asking this question, right, the first thing I would ask is you're saying that this is consistent, right? Every holiday season, you're feeling the same way. But are, are you changing anything you're doing leading yeah. up to the holiday season, right? It's, it's one thing to be in it and be stressed out and then forget about the stress for eight, nine months of the next year and then figure out how to fix it once you get to the holiday season again. Um, if you really want to change this, if you if you truly want to have an impact where you don't feel these stresses, it really is going to have to be a commitment from you know this person to say yep. it is a priority to me because if, if it's not truly a priority, unfortunately it's, it's not going to change, right? But yep. this is something where you can make small changes to your budget and your spending throughout the year and you're going to avoid a tremendous amount of distress during the holiday season. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the things that sticks out to me is they know making sure everyone is happy. Well, you're part of everyone too. So, you know, you should be thinking about how you can make yourself happy by reducing the stress. Uh, and then also noted meeting all of the holiday expectations. Well, whose expectations are there? Are they yours? Are, are maybe you thinking that people have these lofty expectations that aren't necessarily there? 
like we said before, have that conversation, get people to understand where you currently are financially to make, so, so you all understand what's reasonable. Um, you can change expectations. You just have to talk about it and have a conversation and just make sure everybody's on the same page. And if meeting those is causing you a ton of stress, you can talk about that too. I mean, people are willing to be understanding and, and lower their expectations if you're not enjoying the holidays. They want everybody to enjoy the holidays and you might just be suffering in silence and not bringing it up that this is a stressful time for you. And just that conversation, people are willing to take on more, do more, help out more. You just have to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, it's and you have, bring up a great point, right? E- even if it is something that you want to kind of budget a little differently throughout the year, you, sh- you shouldn't be stressing yourself out and kind of, you know, making this a priority that's going to stress you out all year long to keep up with expectations of others, right? You want to make sure it's realistic. You want to make sure that, you know, you are enjoying the holidays. You are also enjoying the rest of the year as well. So it's not just, again, keeping up with others' expectations. It's really making sure that you're happy and um, put yourself in a, in a situation to succeed. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of success, Sean, this holiday season, I'm sure you probably want to earn some cash back on things that you buy, right? Love it. So, you know, the good news is if you have Affinity's cashback debit, you can earn up to 1% cash back on up to a thousand dollars in debit card purchases each month did you know that i did i did know that all right well for those of you that don't know for today's product spotlight we're talking about affinity's cashback debit and if you're looking for a checking account ahead of this holiday season you can look no further than affinity's cashback debit with so many different things going on during the busy busy time of the year affinity can help ease that stress by opening a cashback debit account you earn one percent cash back up to a thousand on up to $1,000 in debit card purchases per month, and the benefits are endless. No fees with e-statements, early pay with direct deposit, and member-to-member online banking transfers. You can visit affinityfcu forward slash cashbackdebit to learn more. All right, so I think we covered a ton of stuff today. Uh, hopefully some really valuable insights on how to avoid that holiday stress, how to avoid that holiday overspending, You know, talking with your loved ones to set those expectations, Um, And then, of course, making sure to avoid those scams that are constantly ongoing and an ever, ever going threat. Uh, Sean, what what key key takeaways do you have for the audience? Yeah, what I would say is, again, if if you are not currently a member of Affinity, please come check us out. Give us a call. Stop in one of our branches. Go to our website. Um, One of the really unique things about Affinity, especially when you think about the holiday season and giving back, is we are member owned and we're a not for profit organization. So utilizing us as your primary financial institution and and using us for your daily banking needs allows us the opportunity to provide resources not only back to you as a member or our membership as a whole but also the communities we serve so it's it's very important to us we're very passionate about it um it really is just using us as you would any other financial institution it allows us to do more and you should feel really good about that as a member that again doing business with us here at, at affinity is allowing us to, again, have a positive impact on the communities that we serve. Thank you, Sean. Excellent info. And like you said, we're a, we are a not-for-profit financial institution. So when you join us, you're our owner and we're giving back to you. So always refer your friends over to us, increase the amount of good that we can do, and hopefully we can reduce that amount of stress that you're facing this holiday season. 
So thank you so much for tuning in today. We appreciate every time you join us. Uh, just a reminder that if you have a question or comment for a future member mailbag segment, you can send it to us at AffinityFCU on Facebook or X slash Twitter with the hashtag member mailbag, all one word. Uh, and we would very much appreciate if you would rate, like, and or subscribe to the Wellbeing in Your Wallet podcast. Hopefully you're already subscribed. Um, and then you can visit affinityfcu.com for more information about financial well-being and affinity products. And again, thank you so much for listening today and be well. 